keep calm and carry on. That's what the English were told in World War II. And imagine, imagine how weird that would have sounded in World War II. Keep calm? Are you kidding me? They're flying planes over London and they're bombing us every night. I just woke up and the neighbor is dead. Keep calm. And carry on? Carry on? How can I? I don't even have an office anymore. We don't know if we're going to be overrun by the Germans. The Nazis might be here by the end of the week. How You're expecting me to have a plan? You're expecting me to plan for the future? How could I possibly want to plan for the future? What do I plan for children that are going to grow up in a Nazi society in this crazy world? Why would I do that? Keep calm and carry on. That is the best advice when the world is in chaos. And I want to talk to you about chaos. And I want to talk to you about the, so, the, the so-called solutions that we have been presented. Have they, have they made things better or did they make things worse? How are our actions, the way we talk to one another, the way we behave, the, the people we elect, are they making things better or are they making things worse? Let's start with Obamacare. What did Obamacare do to our insurance industry and our medical industry? Just let's just strip it down. What were you paying before and what are you paying now? I can guarantee you, you didn't save $2,500 on your health care. I can guarantee you that you are now, if you are the average American, you are now paying $20,000 a year for your medical coverage. How about, how about BLM, the BLM movement against the police, the uprising of Antifa riots, everything, everything being a catastrophe from the bathrooms to the war on women. It's the worst it's ever been. None of that is true. The narratives, like the concept that gays and blacks are getting lynched on every corner, with a botched Hollywood stage show in Chicago to put the point on it just before the lynching bill was was up for a vote. And look how much good that lynching bill has done. Guns are a crisis. We have to do something. It's chaos. We need red flag laws. Now, this is according to a girlfriend of a mass shooter who wrote about knowing that her boyfriend was crazy, knowing that he had a gun, knowing how he talked about killing lots of people with the gun she knew he had, knowing that she would only allow him to be the cuck in their thir- in their three-way, which was no doubt helping screw him up even more, and she's the one that says to us, we need red flag laws. How many red flags did you have in your life, sweetheart? Red flag laws, if we get them, will they work as promised? Will we save lives as we save $2,500 on our health insurance? Or will more innocent people die? The criminal justice system is a crisis. It's in chaos. It's common to see people who get arrested 50, 60 times committing horrible crimes Because they shouldn't have been on the street in the first place or they shouldn't have been here. Chaos. People are living in the street in every progressive city, pooping on the sidewalk, shooting up, leaving needles everywhere. It's chaos. 
We know for a scientific fact, a scientific fact, that strong families fix just about every problem. This is a scientific fact. And we have the left and progressives and the universities doing damn near everything they can to break up families and turn the entire idea of a family into an unrecognizable, meaningless form, just like the ugliest crap art in most big cities that represent nothing. That's what they're doing to the families and calling it art. From men can be pregnant and have periods to people dressed as Satan in the drag queen story hour in our libraries. It's chaos. Gender is falling into chaos. With it, it will take out everything that used to be sacred to women. Who's getting hurt by this? Women are the first to get hurt with regard to sports, world records, heroes, Are girls in sports that are playing soccer that are leaving the field with broken bones? Because I'm sorry, she is a he. Race relations descending into chaos, especially if you're a white man, especially if you're a a cis white man. A word none of us even knew what it was unless you were an elite in academia. But if you are a cis white man, especially a middle class or higher white man, every commercial, every TV show, every flyer, every bus stop ad, every movie has to have one of every combination of every attribute. And cisgender white males, they're just optional. I'm no white nationalist sympathizer by any stretch of the imagination. But I have to say this, when I see every, everywhere, everything Straight white males need not apply. When I see that happening in our society, I do get a little concerned for the future of my kids, which they will say this entire monologue is just a dog whistle. But fact check. I have kids. They are white and the prejudice is trending very badly for them. And I'm concerned. Chaos. You don't fix problems by creating new problems. That's not a solution. Hey, I know. I know if we just blow up the world, we won't have a problem with recycling. That's not a solution. Social networks in the media... They know now the engagement is best driven by anger and outrage, and they keep that boil going to keep ratings and clicks, and many of our friends and neighbors are involved in it as well. Chaos. The press no longer holds a story. They no longer hold a story because they know somebody, somebody on the Internet is going to get to this story first, and then we're going to be out. So the editors don't say anymore, wait, where's the second source? They just go. And so what do we do? We end up we end up in a witch hunt. We're chasing witches instead of facts and truth. The fact that the left just wants open borders. What does that lead to? Chaos. And we all know it. Besides voting fraud, unemployment fraud, insurance fraud, drugs, gangs, trafficking criminals with unknown backgrounds, Gee, 
Is there anything else we could expect from open borders? Yeah, how about the impact from languages, cultures, customs? It's chaos in many communities. Are we okay with female genital mutilation? Are we okay with Sharia law? Are we going to be okay if in the future 50% of the women in the U.S. are wearing burqas? Are we okay with that? Does that show that we're really open and tolerant and wonderful and we're all behind feminism when 50% of the population is walking around in a burqa? It may not be coming to the whole country, but it is coming to parts of this country. And in some cities, it's already here. Oh, how tolerant. What happened to a simulation? What happened to when you come in, you gotta melt in. That was, that was part of coming here. If you don't want to be a part of our culture, why are you coming here? You can bring the best of your culture, but leave the rat-ass crappy stuff back behind that was keeping you down. Why are you coming here if you don't want to be a part of it? And is that reason important enough for the rest of us? Your reason for coming here and not wanting to assimilate, is that something the rest of us should look at each other and go, yeah, okay, give them citizenship? Or should we maybe look at our citizenship and say, we are blessed to be here, and we don't want people in here that are looking to destroy it? U.S. citizenship is one of the greatest rewards a human being can get, and everyone in the entire world, except for those living here, understand that. I don't like the idea of just throwing it out. But maybe this is my xenophobic dog whistle, because that's what they'll say. But our borders cause chaos. Opening the borders and flooding in hundreds of thousands of immigrants was exactly how we got Elon Omar and all the chaos that she's bringing to our political process. Is that what we want more of as the justice Democrats deliberately try to use chaos to tear down our government and our principles and our foundations? But by far the biggest chaos, of course, we all know, the biggest threat to all of humanity, of course, is climate change. In one minute. According to new data, the average monthly mortgage payment has dropped over 6% in the last year, and that's quite a lot, and it's all due to the booming economy that we have been enjoying. Now, economic downturn is obviously a possibility that looms over the horizon. And I have never encouraged you to do anything that was fiscally irresponsible, I hope. If now is the time you want to purchase a house, getting in on the ground floor mortgage rate might be the best option to go with, but you have to have somebody who's looking out for you, and you better make sure it's with the right bank. It is American Financing. They have salary-based mortgage consultants that don't pressure you or have upfront fees that you have to pay. They just build custom loans that fit your needs, including options for as little as $1,000 down or even less than that. They can also give you an option like, I don't ever want this mortgage sold to Wells Fargo. You can ask them and they will do that. They, they really work hard to get the right loan that fits who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. Give American Financing a call today. Whether you're in the market to buy a home or you need to discuss the option of refinancing uh, or getting you know, your credit card debt into a consolidation loan. 
American Financing can help. Call them now at 800-906-2440, 1-800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We break for 10 seconds, station ID. Let me talk about let me talk about chaos. This this uh, young girl, what was her name? Greta Thunberg or whatever her name was last week at the United Nations, who was crying and saying, how dare you? How dare you people? People are dying. Mass extinction is coming. No one even in the IPCC is saying this. No one even in the intergovernmental panel on climate change from the United Nations is saying that we're all going to be dead in 10 years. They're not saying that there's an irreversible 10-year mark. They're not saying people are dying. They're saying people are going to die, but nobody's saying people are dying. And even those who say that people are going to die, we're talking... Decades from now, decades, and they've been wrong every step of the way so far. But can we just talk about some facts? Do you know how many people died worldwide from floods, droughts, storms, wildfires, and extreme temperatures in the year 1920? It was about 480,000 people worldwide, those that we could count Uh, by uh, by 1960, it was down to about 200,000 dying. Today, it's about 40,000 people globally that are dying in climate-related deaths. Wow, that's kind of interesting. Non-climate-related deaths, earthquakes, tsunamis, volcanoes, that was in 1920 about 50,000. Climate-related deaths... We're almost 500,000, so 10 times the amount. But because of our lifestyle, because of capitalism, because of the free market, because we are living a different life and pulling people out of poverty all over the world, those numbers now, earthquakes, tsunamis, volcanoes, are almost the same as flood, drought, storms, wildfire, and extreme temperatures. It's 40,000 for climate-related deaths, and about 30,000 for non-climate-related deaths. Say whatever you want, but that's not my opinion. That's what we call science. That's what we call hard facts. And it's about the easiest scientist, uh, science possible because it really only involves one thing, counting That's not a difficult science, or at least it didn't used to be. But when you count, you can find the truth. So please, tell me, anyone, anywhere, what exactly are we all going to die from? And don't give me some magic show about how some mosquito with a heat rash will take us all out because the only new killer mosquitoes are the ones that people who claim to know how to save the world are letting loose on us. Oh, you didn't hear that story? You want to talk about chaos? The geniuses 
with Bill Gates and all the other eggheads that think they just know how to solve everything, they decided that they could mutate uh, a gene of a mosquito, which would make the mosquitoes meet and not have any offspring. Well, what happened? Well, they started this little project, even though people like me and others would say, don't do it. You don't know what you're doing. They decided to do it in Brazil. Guess what? They've now bred new, deadlier mosquitoes, bigger, harder to kill, and more susceptible to deadly disease. Perfect. Thank you for that. But why are so many people drilling this lie into the youth of the world? Because it'll help cause chaos. It'll disrupt everything. The big question about progressives and leftists is, what are you progressing toward? Because right now, that answer is chaos. You are intentionally causing chaos. Nothing good comes out of chaos. Look at every progressive city, every progressive policy. At the foundation, you will find chaos. We'll grab the dog whistle, gang, because I'd like more order. Now, here's where it gets really dicey. Because this is exactly the feeling that I warned against about 2009 when I was on Fox. I said that chaos would be so bad, people wouldn't care. They just want more order. They want the swamp drained. They want their laws enforced. They want corruption prosecuted. They want control of the products I use rather than the companies using their products like a... Like a like a nickel on a string to control me. You better be careful on who you're standing with. Maybe we should look to our Constitution to find that control. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. In 2008 and 9, I told you that we should uh, know that the, the M.O. of the progressive movement was about chaos. And that also the M.O. of the people that wanted to bring back the 12th Imam was chaos. And that you were going to see the idea of chaos spread. And people would actually be intentionally sowing the seeds of chaos like those two organizations were at the time. You now see that that is true. It's happening everywhere. Everything is chaos. You don't know what is liquid and what is solid. I think we can all agree that that's happening. And we've gone into two camps. The ones who are blind to see that they are chaos starters, the progressives, the left, they refuse to see that they are standing with the fascists. I don't know how you describe a group of people that want to silence everyone who disagrees with them. That is fascism. 
I want to I want to silence the people who disagree with climate control. I want to silence those people who who disagree with uh, with Joe Biden. Uh, I want to silence Rudy Giuliani. Uh, we've got to silence these people who are standing up for Donald Trump. We have to silence these people who believe in the Constitution. We have to silence everyone. That's fascism. Well, I want my Constitution back. If you don't believe in two genders, you're fine. But God forbid you say, oh, yeah, there's only two genders. Well, then you're silenced, you're shamed. I see a time in our future where your children can be taken away from you. I want my freedom of speech. If you have guns, you're a killer of children. You just want killer children to die. No, I just believe in the Second Amendment. Freedom of press? <laughs> There's no freedom of press. The press is wholly owned by the DNC. And anyone who stands against the mainstream press... Well, you're told you have freedom of speech. You can talk. You can talk. But we're just going to tell you who you can talk to and where you can talk to. The public square is social media now. That is the public square. There is no freedom of press there because it's as if they say, you can print all the flyers you want. Print them. You have freedom of press. Print all the flyers you want. You just can only give them out to these people over here and no one else. Well, that's not freedom of press. I have a right for my voice to be heard in the public square, free and unfettered. I trust the American people. So did our founders. But leftists and progressives do not. That's why they have to shelter you from everything. That's why they have to tell you don't use snowblower on roof because you're too stupid to figure that out on your own. The people who fight for Darwin to be right just don't want your tail falling off if you're too stupid to put the lawnmower up on your roof. Oh, we got to protect you. Let the monkey tail fall off. They'll protect you from anything. And they'll do it because they now believe that protection, security, is much more important than liberty. Well, I don't want security over liberty because with security as your main focus, there will be no liberty. Because somebody could hurt themselves. Somebody could do this. Something could happen. So they'll follow you. They'll listen to you. They'll record you. I demand my constitution. I am not putting up with being spied on. Is anyone out there that understands? See, the founders did. And that's why they had small government. Because you remember when you were a kid and you were in, let's say you were in high school. You remember how much you hated living at home because you had to live under mom and dad's rules? That's normal. That's natural. You should, because you're now becoming your own person. You're not your mom or your dad. Your mom and dad have their own life. Their, your mom and dad have their own point of view, and they've worked it out between them. And now you come in, and you're like, I don't want to live like this. Good, good. That's why you have freedom to move out on your own and start your own life. 
But with big government, they become your parents. They become your mom and dad. And they will tell you how to live your life, what you can and cannot do every step of the way. That is not the America I grew up in. If you wanted to start something, you could. You wanted to do something, you could. Because I moved out of my parents' house. And if you can't understand that analogy, if you're married, do you agree with everything your spouse says? And if you had a spouse that wasn't talking to you, didn't care about your opinion, really, oh, sure, you could vote from time to time, but they would end up doing whatever they wanted anyway. Do you want that spouse to have that unrighteous dominion over you? Somebody who can just say, no, sweetheart, no, women don't do that in this house. No, you're going to stay at home and you're going to do this and just how you're going to raise the kids. And this is what you're going to teach them. No matter what you think. If you think living under a house with oppression like that from a spouse is freedom. You, you are an abused individual. You have Stockholm Syndrome. You have been so badly abused that they have convinced you that without them, you're not secure. Without them, you won't make it. Don't you see what the progressives are? They're, they are They are abusive Boyfriend, girlfriend, husbands. That's what they are. And they have so taken this country and and told us that we're not smart enough to figure it out. Don't you think the people in your neighborhood could get together and figure a lot of this crap out? Do you know that the government gives our schools 3%, 3% of their money to run the schools? But 48% of the paperwork that has to be done in a school is for the federal government. In exchange for that 3%, 40%. I don't think so. I don't know. No, it's not worth that exchange. We just have to remember who we were. No, I take that back. We just have to remember who we are. Because when you get this beaten down, it's easy to fall in the hands of another dictator who will tell you, I'll save you. Because you've been convinced you can't save yourself. And so you will look to somebody else who will say, I will save you. And they'll be just as abusive as the last guy. You have to learn how to stand on your own two feet again. And unfortunately, on that process, we're going in the wrong direction. Think about the English. They were about to lose their entire way of life after Dunkirk and the London bombings. And then they came out and said, keep calm and carry on. It was enough to remind them who they were. They were Englishmen. They knew even if they were all alone, they would never surrender who they were. 
the English-speaking peoples would continue. We had this moment of remembering who we were on 9-11, and we made a promise to ourselves and to each other that we wouldn't forget. Some still have not forgotten. We are Americans, all of us. And in the end, we all have each other. It's really all that we do have. But it's enough. So chin up, America. Keep calm and carry on. I, uh, I welcome you to the program. We've got a great hour coming up, final hour. We're going to be going back into the impeachment stuff. We have a, uh, we have a very clear case that America should see on Thursday, and we're asking that you would join the Blaze tonight at 5 o'clock, only on Blaze TV. You are going to see uh, the Joe Biden's Ukraine scandal. I took the chalkboard and explained all of it. If people say, well, it's just Ukraine, no, uh-uh. It's also China, and China is much, much worse than what happened in Ukraine. Uh, we have that chalkboard on tomorrow. Then on Thursday at 5 o'clock on Blaze TV, I have the Ukraine special preview show where we are going to be doing a live show on Thursday night at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central, and we are going to be um, exposing this scandal in Ukraine and telling you what's really going on by stepping back. Because you can't understand a Surat painting by standing so close you only see green dots. Stand back and you will see the entire picnic area. That's what has to happen. And that happens Thursday at uh, at. 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. And it's really important that you tell your friends. And if you can, please uh, subscribe to The Blaze. Uh, the, the Blaze membership is what, A, keeps us being held from being held hostage to Facebook and YouTube and, and everything else. Because we know we can have direct connection to you. And that is really important. Everybody else filters our conversation but we we are the ones that can talk directly to you because we because you asked us to, and that subscription gives us access to each other. Uh, it makes sure that our voice doesn't just disappear in the middle of the night, and it also helps fund things like this special. So please uh, join us at blazetv.com/glen. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Sign up for ten dollars. Uh, you'll get ten dollars off uh, for the year. Uh, makes it, I think, ninety bucks uh, for the year subscription, and it is very well worth it. I think you will find ninety dollars worth of value out of what you're just getting this week uh, from this one show. And by the way, on Thursday before us is Stephen Crowder and his show live, and um, we'll tell you more about that coming up in a little while with. With some evidence that um, we think you need to to know about, we'll tip our hand a bit uh, here in just a, a minute on that.
Do we have a second to go over this cancel culture uh, story? Yeah. So the guy in Iowa, he puts up a sign that says, I need Bush light money. And in his Venmo address, gets hundreds of thousands of dollars. The Des Moines Register writes an article about him and says they do a routine fact check on him, or routine background check on him, and find that he tweeted two racist things back in, you know, when he was 16 years old. How old is he now? Uh, I mean, he's in college. Yeah, Uh, so that's a routine background check? You go back five years? Was it even more than that, actually, I think? (laughs) You go go back mm -hmm. more than than five years to check somebody's tweets? That's routine? That's routine background check. And again, like, you wouldn't be reading all of his tweets, you're just searching his tweets for bad words. Correct. Right? Like, you're just like, did he say the N-word? Did he say this word? And it's like, it's pathetic. So there's a big kind of backlash to this. The reporter, um, you know, people start looking into his tweets. And, of course, what they find is that he also used a lot of these words in his tweets. Now, the point of this is not to get the reporter fired. Who cares? He was surely assigned this task by the editors who basically have admitted that already. Um, the, the point is to say what a dumb standard this is to go back and try to find some six, someone's 16-year-old tweets. Well, what does the Des Moines Register do? Instead of taking responsibility for how bad their first action is, they codify it and double down and then fire the reporter. So the that, reporter, wasn't he asked by the editors to write that story? I think quite clearly he was. So they're not responsible. No, it's it's him. You know, it's he, him. The reporter's responsible okay. for bad words All that right. he said. How can we be doubling down on this nonsense? The, the the result is to walk in the opposite direction, not running this one faster. Is this winning, America? Is this winning? You're listening to Glenn Beck.